For one, we'll be responding to the city with multiple lawsuits, probably a class lawsuit that we'll be filing against the city. As far as Meg Kelly, we'll be, I'm going to be trying to press charges for um, making a false report to CPS, which is a uh, violation of our rights and it is a uh, class A misdemeanor. As well as Chief Crooks as well, former Chief Crooks, we're going to be pressing charges on him as well. I may, I'm going to be speaking to my lawyer. If it's, if it's okay, I may be going down to follow a complaint as soon as we get done with this press conference. So we're going to be looking for charges. We're looking for a justification. We're looking for justice. Uh, you see, Robin Dalton says she had a bloodlust, right? We have a justice lust. We have a lust for justice. That's what gets me excited. Freedom gets me excited. Equity gets me excited. Diversity makes me excited. That's what I like to hear. So we'll be, we'll be responding to the uh, Attorney General's office, asking for them to continue to look into the other doings of Syracuse Green Police Department and the city of Syracuse Green Police Department. Because we know that this is not the end all. We know that it's not the first time they violated rights. We know that they started to violate our rights in 2020 and we haven't forgotten. We know that July 30th should be looked into more than what it was. We know that they, came, they, they said that they came with a tank from Iraq. But what else did they do? What were their plans that day? How much money went towards this? The people want to know that people aren't going to have it. We aren't going to have it anymore. And we, I think that we have shown time and time again that whether you keep us in cells for 12 hours with no water or food and no medication and you separate us, give us no mask, you want to rip us in front of our kids, you want to rip us off while we're working, you want to come and rip somebody up from college, we still are going to keep on coming. We're going to keep on coming. When the empire strikes back, we come back even harder. Plain and simple. It's not a game. This is our lives. I think people need to realize that this is not like it's not a joke. And this is our livelihoods. Our children had to deal with this. Our family members had to deal with this. We get threats to this day now on our social media's website and to our phones because of this. We get we and now we have a new public safety commissioner, like you said, Tim Cole. Not not any better. Not any better. Not any better. They're all cut in the same cloth. If you read the report, it says that the conservative party leader was involved in a lot of this. These are conservative Republicans. These same people will run our city now. I said it before, the people of Sheriff Springs have been duped, and we will make sure that the people who are elected now will never be reelected in the city again. Hello everyone, my name is TJ Sangare. Uh, I'm the program director here with Saratoga Black Lives Matter. Uh, thank you all for coming out. I have a simple and straightforward message for everyone. As shocking as this report was for many people, the contents of it was of no surprise to my group, nor many of the people who have been involved or followed this movement over the past couple of years. If anything, this damning report exemplifies many of the criticisms that SSPD and the city of Saratoga Springs have faced, not only due to their actions towards us, but also towards the heartbreaking death of Darrell Mount. Transparency, I see none of it. Accountability, I see none of it. An attempt to bridge the gap between those running the city and the marginalized community members in it, I see none of it. What I do see is a pattern of culture amongst those in power. One where people such as Robin Dalton, Meg Kelly, Crooks, and James Montanino abuse the power that was entrusted to them by their citizens and constituents. But don't think that just because many of these people are out of their positions means that these problems are solved as these are systemic issues that must be addressed at the root, from top to bottom. And if you don't believe me, look at the current public safety commissioner, Tim Cole, who only waited a few hours to do an interview where he questioned the validity of the, uh, of the report that was published. Let me tell you something, Tim. 
now is not the time to justify civil rights violations, nor, nor is it the time to invalidate any of our experiences. Because clearly I wasn't lying when I said I was told I had to drive three hours back from college or else troopers would be sent to Vermont to arrest me and bring me back. Clearly we weren't lying when we said that we would never keep someone from getting their heart medication because everyone's safety is our number one priority. Clearly, we weren't lying when we said that certain city council members headed out for us, as Robin Dalton said in her own words that she wanted to repeatedly punch and kick Chandler Hickenbottom and my cousin Molly Dunn in their faces. No, now is not the time to justify any of that. It's a time for people to listen to those who have been impacted, and it's time to change this culture. The promise of democracy is not just a, it's not just some abstract notion. What it means is that the people who live in a community have actual control and input, and they are listened to, and they are part of the process in a meaningful way, and that their concerns are listened to in a meaningful way, and that they can engage meaningfully. And this is not just some nice idea. This is how this is supposed to work in the city of Saratoga Springs, in Saratoga County, in New York State, and in this country. And betrayals of democracy, such as what happened in the city of Saratoga Springs by the leadership, by the mayor, the commissioner of public safety, the police chief, the assistant police chief, and many, many others. These are not abstract issues. These are real. It affected real people's lives. It caused real harm to real people when democracy or the promise of democracy is betrayed as it was. It was betrayed in ways that while we, we thought we knew pretty much all the ways that they had betrayed democracy and violated people's rights, um, we learned some new things. We learned the depth of their um, depravity uh, in this report, wonderful report from the Attorney General's office. We learned how angry the democratically elected or appointed leaders of the city of Saratoga Springs were. What were they angry about? They were angry that People in Saratoga Springs, black people and others and allies, came together to say that there is a sordid history of racism in Saratoga Springs and it's time to address it. And for those in power, that was something they just could not accept. Rather than engaging in real dialogue, rather than looking honestly at the history of Saratoga Springs and the reality that's faced by people now, not just history, instead of that, they took every possible conceivable step, and honestly, some steps that I could never have conceived of in order to undermine what these activists and what the community was demanding. And so now we're in a position where we have, due to the extraordinary work of the Attorney General's office, a blueprint for exactly what happened, the depth of the betrayal, the depth of the depravity, the depth of the racism, that led to that depravity on the part of these officials. And we now know what happened. We knew most of it already, but now we really have it clearly. And it gives us uh, a blueprint for how to move forward. And the blueprint has to be that the city of Saratoga Springs and Saratoga County and New York State can never again tolerate the kind of actions by elected officials and appointed officials as what happened here in Saratoga Springs over the past several years. Mm -hmm. The blueprint also is that we cannot allow any governmental body in New York State to tolerate or to ignore 
the depth of racism and the history of racism and the legacy of racism and the current uh, pain caused by existing racism in their communities. That it's important for people to speak out, to organize together, to stand together, and that's what Black Lives Matter in Saratoga has done for the past three years. Almost four years, almost four years. Uh, uh, remarkable work by Saratoga BLM during this period and, and others, and that work will continue um, because the problems have not been solved. We just have a very clear picture now of exactly how bad the problems were here. So I, I just want to close by saying it, it, it has been and continues to be a great honor to represent many of the members of Saratoga BLM. Um, as a, a sort of older person with gray hair, I feel I can say that this is inspiring, that these people who are all, they're not all young, but they're all younger than me, um, <laughs> give me great hope for the future, great hope for what we can all do together as we fight racism, as we fight injustice, and we move together. Um, as Alexis mentioned, there's still one case pending. We've had every single case dismissed, yep. except for one that's still pending. A, um, I'm a little constrained is what I can say because I'm a lawyer in a pending case, but you know, it's a ridiculous case. Uh, and uh, we're gonna keep fighting that and hopefully we'll end up, Saratoga BLM will end up with a perfect record of 100% of all of the cases brought against and dismissed. That's our goal. So thank you all for being here. Thanks.